all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. You're listening to the All You Need to Know podcast from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 6th of January. There was major violence at the campus of Jawaharlal Nehru University yesterday evening after masked goons entered the campus and assaulted both students and teachers with lathis, rods and hammers. The Times of India reported that as many as 30 people were injured in the attack. Left groups and ABVP blamed each other for the violence even as Union Home Minister Amit Shah ordered an inquiry into the incident. Cyrus Mistry, the former head of Tata Sons, will not seek to return as chairman of India's biggest conglomerate despite winning a court case against his ouster. I'm sure you'll remember the National Company Law Appellate Tribunal had last month ordered Mistry to be reinstated as director of Tata Companies. In an email statement on Sunday, Mistry said he would not seek to be a director on group firms such as Tata Consultancy Services or Tata Teleservices, but he said that he would vigorously pursue all options to protect his family's rights as a minority shareholder, including that of resuming the 30-year history of a seat at the board of Tata Sons. Meanwhile, Tata Sons is likely to mention in the Supreme Court today its petition challenging the NCLAT's decision restoring Cyrus Mistry as executive chairman, saying the verdict undermined corporate democracy and the rights of its board of directors. In news that will calm some nerves, Titan has said that sales of ornaments have revived in the 3 months through December on the back of festive demand and the ongoing wedding season. In its update for the third quarter, Titan said it witnessed reasonable growth in the festive season and indicated an 11% growth in jewelry sales in the period in line with the company's revised projections for the second half of 2019-20. In Maharashtra politics, Deputy Chief Minister and Senior Nationalist Congress Party leader Ajit Pawar has got the Finance and Planning Department, while party colleague Anil Deshmukh is the state's new Home Minister. Besides first-time Shiv Sena MLA Aditya Thakre has been given charge of the Environment, Tourism and Protocol departments. Individual taxpayers who own a house jointly and paid 1 lakh rupees in electricity bills in the year or spent 2 lakh rupees on a foreign trip cannot file annual income tax returns using the simple ITR1 form. These are based on changes that were notified by the central government on Friday for assessment year 2020-21 which essentially pertains to returns filed for income earned in the current financial year. Changes in the ITR are usually notified around April so these have come in early. In international news tensions following the killing of top Iranian general Qasem Soleimani by the US continue. Iran said on Sunday that it would no longer abide by any limits on its enrichment of uranium and Iraq's parliament voted to expel US troops from the country. 
President Donald Trump told U.S. lawmakers he was prepared to strike Iran in a disproportionate manner if the Islamic Republic hits any U.S. target, while Secretary of State Michael Pompeo said that moves against Tehran would be lawful. Soleimani was as revered at home as he was reviled in some quarters abroad, and his death was probably the last nail in the coffin that was the landmark nuclear deal with Iran. China has appointed a new top official in Hong Kong, signaling its intention to restore law and order to the city after almost seven months of social unrest. Liu Huning will take over from Wang Jimin as the Hong Kong liaison of office director, according to a two-sentence government statement issued on Saturday. He's a party stalwart with no experience in Hong Kong, but who is credited by Chinese media with bringing stability to the mainland province of Shanxi during his stint as party secretary there. International markets continue to be risk-off today in line with how they ended last week. The three early risers had all begun with sharp cuts after American averages closed between 0.7 and 0.8% lower on Friday. Crude continues to march upwards. It was at $70.09 to the barrel last I checked. With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Darshan. How are we looking at the start of the week? Hi Alex, good morning, good morning everyone. US queues were weak, uh, Europe did well for itself, but Asia is down in trade given the geopolitical tensions that's happening in the Middle East currently. The SDX Nifty is also indicating a negative outlook. But lots of stocks that we need to watch out for. Adani Ports will be the most important one. They will acquire 75% stake in Krishnapatnam Port at an estimated enterprise value of 13,600 crores. It's expected to be completed in the next 120 days and will be funded via internal accruals and existing cash balance. The Adani management aims to double the EBITDA over the next four years and volumes in seven years for Krishnapatnam. The payback for the acquisition is four years with net debt to EBITDA at 3.2 times from the earlier 3.1 times and the management believes that the deal is EPS accretive. The management has also said that the EBITDA margins are targeted to improve from 55.6% in FY19 to 65.5% in FY21 and 67% by FY25. The management aims to turn around the pot within six months of operation with a margin improvement of 800 basis points. All the brokerages CLSA Edelweiss, IDFC, Kota, Goldman Sachs have indicated that they believe that the deal is positive. Amphi changes will be important. The large cap inclusions include Adani Transmission, InfoEdge, Kansai Nerolac Paint, Muthut Finance and REC Limited. And large cap inclusions include Cadilla Healthcare, India Bulls Finance, New India Assurance, Vodafone Idea and Yes Bank. Lots of inclusions on the mid cap end and exclusions. You can read that on our website which in which we have given a detailed explanation for all these stocks. Titan will be in focus. The retail sales in the jewellery segment were much better than expected, while watches and eyewear were muted. Now, pan-India protest impacted the sales in all divisions, according to the management. 11% growth was seen in the jewellery division. The guidance in the second half was 11 to 13%, so they are in range of the guidance, and this guidance was earlier 20%, which was cut in the second quarter. Shoba also will be in focus. The third quarter sales volume were up 17%, while the average realisation fell 11 
11%. Total sales value rose 4%, while Shoba's share rose 1%. Sales are seeing a higher growth that's coming in after two quarters of degrowth, and the management is optimistic on prices going ahead. SBI plans to sell 1% stake in NSC as part of the capital raising exercise, in which it currently holds 5.19%, and this is according to the Economic Times. Dixon Tech again will be in focus to partner with Samsung for manufacture of LED TVs in Andhra Pradesh. Remember, 40% of their revenues comes in from the LED TV segment, and Dixon is already making washing machine and mobile phone for Samsung. Strong numbers from Force Motors. Domestic sales were up 53%. Ashoka Buildcon executed a concession agreement with NHAI for a Telangana project. Norges Bank acquired 1 crore shares in a block deal in Hathaway Cable and American Fund Insurance sold in 16 lakh shares in a block deal in Mayur Unicoters. Dishman Pharma, which has seen a lot of share sell- sell-off that's happened, has decided to consider a buyback in a board meeting on Jan 16th. Lots of brokerages, UBS has upgraded Larson and Tubro to a buy from a sell. The change in investment consumption trend could accelerate the target price revised to 1600 Edelweiss has also upgraded Bharat Forge to a buy from a reduce. The target price is 625 UBS has raised the target price of PVR to 2250 They believe that the risk from OTT platform Platforms and Geo is much lower than what is priced by the market. Access Capital has raised Apollo Hospital's target to 1760 from the earlier 1680. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website bloombergquin.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Darshan. Well, that's all we have for you on this podcast, but there's a lot more on the website bloombergquin.com, so don't forget to check it out. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day and an even better week. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene of the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 